This is your ancient Texan. I've just walked out on the Red Trail to a place where there used to be a, a dam that a, a beaver built. And to my surprise, it's been rebuilt. I discovered it probably two years ago and then it got torn down. I imagine by some park ranger saving the planet. Um, but it's been rebuilt and it's better than it ever was. I'm sitting beside the little pond that's made. The rain has been low right now, so the stream is, is way down, crystal clear. There's fall leaves covering the pond surface, especially up against the dam. I'm hoping I get really lucky while I'm doing this podcast and the beaver comes out. The only thing to make it better is sitting here with a friend that I was connected with, or my wife. She's also a very good friend of mine. And enjoying it with someone. I see a little hole on the opposite bank. I'm wondering if that's one of the tunnels um, leading you know, to some underground spot. It's a beautiful place. I just listened with my wife. We have a habit on Saturday and Sunday morning that we often stay in bed and listen to some podcast or a YouTube video or a TED Talk or something. Lately, we've been kind of in a dry spell, but last couple of weeks, we've got hit some good ones. We listened to, uh, I think it's Erin Tippett on Bean, and she had the lady that navigated the Paris Climate Agreement that she lives in Costa Rica. She was very inspiring. And it gave me kind of the theme for today. And it's loving nature will save the planet. Not everybody loving nature, you loving nature. That's the part that you play in this climate change. You loving nature. Nobody else, just you. You love nature. Let that spread from you to those that you're connected with and let it transform you and who you are. I think it's, you know, we're at one of those tipping points and I'm not talking about the, you know, technical tipping point like they say the ice shelf in Antarctica uh, in the southern Antarctica is going to slip off and it means that you know we're gonna the sea level is gonna jump up and it's doesn't matter what we do now it's already irreversible so it's you know easy to take that news and like we had the hottest summer um in the hottest year last year it's easy to grab the headlines and the media feeds it to you 
they feed the bad stuff because they make more money doing that. And if you sit there and suck it in and don't go find the good news, you're not feeding your love, you're feeding your fear. Now there's some really good things happening that's going to help the planet. We're learning how to grow food in tanks. And they said, well, that doesn't sound very exciting. That sounds pretty processed. But we're learning to use bacteria to grow food. So maybe some of the upcoming food shortage, um, it's it's a big deal scientifically. It's a big change. They've been trying to do it a long time, but it's starting to be cost competitive. And you know, you free up, you know, if you get rid of most of the cows and just keep some of them around to remind you that they're also part of nature, um, you free up an area like the size of the United States on this planet to grow green stuff. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that like, wow? Toyota is not following the rest of the crowd. They refuse to dedicate themselves to a 100% electric vehicle. Instead, they're looking at electric vehicles, but they're also looking at ammonia-powered vehicles, hydrogen-powered vehicles redesigning how engines work they're very good now here's something that I think is really super important really really important you ready loving nature does not mean picking a team the Biden team, the Trump team, the deniers, the believers. It doesn't believe, it doesn't, that's a rational, combative way to look at life. And it doesn't help creativity or us working together to to do this. I'll give you a real good example. We blame the oil companies for our problems. Guess what? 99.99% of the oil company people have just been doing their job. They go to work every day. They have a job there. They earn money and they feed their family. Has some of them misused knowledge that they have? Yeah. I don't know if it's any greater percentage than, you know, some spokesperson led us astray. This whole climate change is on us. Blaming the oil companies and even trying to curtail their production is very misguided. Now stick with me a second. The earth needs a hell of a lot of energy. And energy equals prosperity. And I've talked about this before. Do not kid yourself that energy doesn't eat equal prosperity. And we need more energy from all sources. And I'm not gonna, you know, my my horse is nuclear energy. 
I think that's the only one that gives you the baseload capabilities that we need right now, and we don't have time to screw around. We've got a horse that can pull the wagon. Let's hook it up. Let's hook it up and use it. But I'm digressing a little bit. Guess what the oil company is is are doing now, or some of their people that work there and that know about drilling and fracking. Ah, finding more oil, the bad guys again, right? Wrong. Geothermal energy. If you go down below your feet, right where you are, there's an infinite amount of energy. Trouble is, it's thousands of feet below your feet most of the time. There's a new project out where, using oil company technology, they drilled down, you know, a couple of thousand feet, then turned sideways. I don't know if it's a couple of thousand. They drilled down a long way, turned sideways, and went out horizontal, and then did the typical fracking, you know, high-pressure steam injecting sand particles uh, in between the fractures that form in the rock from the high pressure. Ah, and you say, ah, they're just getting more oil. Wrong, wrong, wrong. You're judging them. What they're doing is they open, drill down, drill sideways, and then go to the other end of the drill and drill down again and connect up with the first one. Then guess what they do? They inject water into one side, goes down, thousand feet, turns, goes horizontal, gets to the end of that straight horizontal run and then goes up vertical. Guess what? When it comes out of the top, depending on how far down they've drilled, they either have hot water or they have steam. <coughs> Pardon me, I've got a cold. And if they're down far enough, they can make superheated steam and they can even make... Uh, Critical steam. I forgot the name of it. Old age is catching up with me. But they're tapping into a resource that has infinite en energy. And guess who knows how to do that? The oil companies. So do you think you're going to get more help from the oil companies by bashing them and telling them, you know, they've been living their whole life working for an oil company and they're, they're worthless. Or do you think you could go in and say, you've got some skills and we really need your help? I think there's a potential here with loving nature and loving each other of turning this whole thing around. And there is lots of good technology coming down the pike. I kind of sit and soak up YouTube going from one new discovery to the next. Um, nine out of ten of them won't make it. I think electric vehicles will be one of those, you know, nine out of ten that don't make it. Uh, Toyota has pointed out that if you, you can take like seven cars and put them plug-in hybrids or just hybrids, um, 
and save much more energy and put much less pollution into the air than going a 100% electric vehicle. Plus you get the security of having a backup gasoline engine. I, I drive a car like that and I bought it Honda Clarity. It's a plug-in hybrid. The time got 50 miles on an electric charge and then you switch over to gas. I got it because I thought it was smart to save the planet. I'm just one person loving nature. But there's 8 million of us. If we can get like half of us loving nature, I think we've got a chance here. And if we can learn that the others are also just like us, running on love, fear, hate, Run, you know, flee, fear, flee and fear, freeze, attack. You know, all those human emotions. We're all just kind of stumbling through things here. And if we want to make a difference and we want to change this planet, I think you got to go working on our individual emotions and who we are as people. And this podcast is about loving nature, but humans are part of that nature too. And as we stumble forward, somebody loving us has a lot more chance of changing us than someone hating us. Hate just kind of reinforces where you're at. You just dig in. That's just what us humans do. So I'm, I'm having a moment today where I would have never used the word spirituality most of my life. I'm an engineer or work on hard physical things, make stuff work. But you know what I really love is I love sitting out here in the forest. I'm in Fairhill Forests sitting by the Elk Neck Creek. I think it's the Elk Neck Creek. It's a creek. It's pretty quiet. There's not a lot of fish in this creek because there's not a lot of plants growing. Why? I don't know. I, my guess is it's pesticides that we've used. This is a farming area. And I'm guessing pesticides have kind of made it hard for plants and fish and stuff to live here. And even though we've done a great job cleaning up the streams and stuff in this country, we still have a ways to go. It's a journey. And then the planet, the stream, has a long way to recover. It's like me. I've had, I think I've had COVID for the last month. And... Being an old dude, closer to 80 than 70, uh, perhaps I'm not getting well as quick as I used to. I was listening to a song coming, and if you live long enough, everybody gets old. I wish I could think of the singer, but it's a beautiful song. Talking about her dad and remembering him. I like that because I'm a dad.
But we can go into some more of the technical stuff. But I think if we start with love and nature, we've got a shot at this climate change. Now the world's not going to end. It's going to get rocky. We're going to go through a hard time. Places like Miami, they don't they need to make a choice pretty soon whether they start building or moving out. And that same choice maybe in New Orleans, although New Orleans is used to building because they're already below sea level. So it can be done. The Netherlands, they're below sea level. They're, they're like, like hold it back 10 feet or some ridiculous amount. And they're planning on building on because they know how to do it. You ought to watch some podcasts and look that up. They're doing incredible stuff. can be done. With money and energy, you can do just about anything. We are very smart. AI is coming along, going to help us be a little bit smarter, maybe a little more dangerous. Renewable energies are growing fast. New forms of nuclear energy are available. Thorium's on the list. Breeder reactors are on the list, all of which have a better waste product meaning it doesn't last as long. It's doable. It's doable. It's all doable. We just have to accept we're going to make a lot of mistakes and it's not about picking the right team. It's about loving nature, keeping an open mind and listening to people on the other side of the fence about everything. But if you want to the planet's going to make it. How well we make it on the planet uh, depends on how much we get in tune with Mother Nature. But if you want to save the planet, you got to love it. If you can get your heart right, if we can get our heart right and realize that we're all on the same team and love each other as part of nature, I think we can pull this off. There's a guy named Borg from Denmark. Uh, go to YouTube. Uh, born. And he says, if we only have a limited budget, how do we best spend our money to save the planet? He has a whole lot of good ideas. Let's Have a Think is a podcast. And there's dozens more where people really good engineers and scientists talk about all the stuff we can do you won't get that on the main news nope but it's there there's lots of it and lots of good stuff are happening and as a engineer myself i am i think it's incredible to be alive right now and i hope you know i can you know click along for another 10 years and be part of this and you know, make some of my own contributions. Because I kind of like this planet. I kind of like nature. I like life. I like people. I like horses and beautiful women. I like a good idea. 
I like authentic people. Nature's best. Anyway, this is the ancient Texan saying, love nature. It could make a difference. Have a good one. Namaste.